Hi, this is Pastor Jack Wilson of Piatas Baptist Church here in sunny Piatas, Philippines. And this is, yeah, think. Today I want to talk to you about being an overcomer. An overcomer, not an undercomer, which would be the opposite. Somebody gets walked on all the time. But an overcomer, one who wins. Now we start off with Noah. Noah was abnormal. What? Noah was abnormal? What? How can you say that? He was abnormal. And when I say abnormal, I don't mean he had three arms or an eye in the middle of his forehead. He was an abnormal person because what he considered normal was evil in that day. Noah was not evil. This way, he was abnormal. Genesis 6, 5, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his hearts was only continually evil. And uh, Genesis 6, 6 says, And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. God was more than upset. He was grieved at his heart. And remember, if you're hanging out with the wrong people, you may be normal, but that kind of normal, you don't want to be. If you're hanging out with Christians, I hope you're abnormal from the rest of the world. Genesis 6, 7 says, And the Lord said, I will destroy man who I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. Wow, that's a bummer. That's a bummer. I remember my father telling me one time, I'm disappointed in you. Boy, that went through me like a knife. You could have took a bow and arrow and shot it right through me, and it would have felt the, probably about the same. Grieving my father, making him feel sorry uh, about having me, about being with me. Wow, yeah, that, that was pretty awesome. So what do we learn here? Number one, God has his breaking point. In other words, after this evil went on for a while, God had enough. And number two, we know that God is consistent. So if he has a breaking point, he may also have a breaking point with us. Not necessarily to kill but to punish. Remember, God chastises those he loves. And number three, God hates evil and reacts to it. Number four, we should read and understand it so that all our ways are pure before God. The Bible should become our heart. This is perhaps the most hopeful verse in the Bible because if we be obey the Bible, the Bible will say to us in Genesis 6, 8, But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Just think about that. Out of all the people in the entire world, Noah was noticed. He was noticed because he did not walk in the way of evil. He was, he was found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Imagine, I don't know how many people on the earth in those days, a couple of million maybe, a few million, uh, maybe many million. 
But out of all those people that was doing wrong, Noah found grace in the sight of God. Wouldn't you like to be that person? Wouldn't you like to be the person that you feel that God has found grace in your sight? My favorite verse on that subject is Psalms 1-1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. And Psalms 13, uh, Psalms 1 3 says, rather, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that drinketh forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doth shall prosper. Ever been real thirsty and had a nice, cool, cold glass of water? Right? And you felt good after that? That's just how it would be. And Noah was that man. The Bible says his delight is in the law of the Lord. And he meditates on it day and night. How about you? Do what you want. But I want to do this. When I would go home, I would focus on my pain. So I would ask my younger daughter, Linda, to get my drinks or to move the fan. And Laura would rub my feet and I became a lounge chair lizard. When I went on vacation, I had no choice but to get my own drinks, cook, do dishes, feed the cats and fish, water the plants. Then I decided to bring my exercise bike into the living room so I could jump up and exercise four times a day. I am not skinny, but I know I will be, and I now have the energy to do things before I felt weak. God wants us to get up physically and spiritually. He wants us to get moving. We need to motivate ourselves. We need to want to do it. But as we do, we will get power to do more and more to enjoy it. Since those days, I've fallen back into my, my laziness. I'm not sure if it's laziness, but I do have a lot of pain and I probably focus on it. And maybe I should just try to ignore it and go back to doing those same things that I did when they were on vacation. I'm going to try to do that once again. See, the idea is not <coughs> you are great. The idea is you keep getting up and trying it over and over again. Abraham accomplished his long journey to Canaan. He climbed mountains, crossed raging rivers, and met God when Jesus and the two other angels came to uh, about Lot. Then he fathered a child at 100 years old. Holy Spirit energy is not about falling on the floor, swinging from the ceiling, but it's all about you initiating your walk towards God and Him helping you along. Motivation is your part. You may be laying in bed and your alarm goes off and you have to drag yourself out of bed, but if you were going fishing that day or to a birthday party, you might have plenty of energy to jump up and get ready. To be an overcomer, you need to envision the goal. I envision myself as skinny, 
and wearing the clothes I haven't wore for so long. Some of you could do the same. There's not an ugly woman in this place over here where I teach. But how much different you would look with the two things you hate the most, diet and exercise. So you don't look at the work, you envision the finished product. It's like when the farmer tears a stick with the carrot uh, on the over the eyes of the donkey so he keeps going to get the carrot. Your goal is to get the carrot and you should see nothing else. Men, you can envision a new house. You might have to work hard but keep seeing the new house. I have a giant plastic coke bottle at home. I put all my change in it. I sit it's full. Although each time I put coins in it, it's like nothing. It's such a small amount compared to the size of the bottle, but I keep doing it. It's almost full now, and all I could think of is how much could be in there. God tells us how to do it. In Proverbs 6, 6, he says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. The ant takes from one pile and carries it home. She keeps going back and forth, and in a while the pile is finished. God said to look to the ant for direction. Bit by bit, little by little, and it's done. We are so used to Jollibee where we can get our food right away, but only God knows what's in that food. Fast is not always good, and we should never expect overnight success. There are some people that work harder to get out of work than the actual work itself. Are you a sluggard? Look to the end. Want to lose weight? Look to the end. Want to buy a house? Look to the end. Be like a fireman and walk into the fire, not away from it, and you will be an overcomer. Some things uh, seem ridiculous. Stephen mentioned. You get up in the morning and you go to the bathroom. Imagine if you said, I don't want to go to the bathroom. I'm too tired. That would be a mess. How about brushing your teeth? Oh, brushing my teeth. It takes so long. You know, maybe the stink from your breath can repel people. How about taking a shower? Same thing. I don't want to take a shower today. But when will you take it? Well, when I'm not so tired. When I'm not so tired. So maybe that'll be in a week, a month. Who knows? There are people that don't take showers, folks. They don't brush their teeth. Uh, Everybody goes to the bathroom. But uh, for the rest of it, they don't do it. How about washing your clothes? Do you put the same dirty clothes on every day? So what I'm trying to say here is that you are overcoming different situations in your life. The time it takes to do these personal tests which makes you a clean, decent, uh, upstanding human being. How about going to school? Imagine if you were in the first grade and you said, oh no, how can I possibly go as far as the end of the uh, grammar school or high school or college or even uh, extra. Maybe you're going to go for a lawyer Doctor, oh, I can't do that. That's that's just too hard. That just takes too long. 
How about getting married? I don't want to get married. I have to. I have to worry about my wife. I have to take care of. Her. I have to feed. Her. I have to give her clothes. I have to be a good man. Next thing, she'll want kids, and I'll, I'll have to be a father to those kids. Listen, these things, most of them, you like. You, maybe you like having kids, and you like having a wife, and you like doing these. So now you've got to think of the things that you don't like. Obeying God, doing what He says all the time. You don't like that. I know you don't. I know you'd rather go out and get drunk with the boys, or smoke another cigarette, or, or whatever it is you do. You don't like it. But try doing it. And once you do it, and it's done, you have reached your nirvana. You will be happy. You will be peaceful. You will be joyful. Why? Because you have obeyed God, and God will appreciate it for you. Okay, that's it. I don't want to talk too long. I'll give you a little message and let you uh, think about it in your mind. Lord, I pray that these people will understanding that to be an overcomer, they have to be an overcomer with you. You are the one that will help us to overcome. As long as we obey you, seek your face daily, Lord God. And we thank you for watching over these people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, if you want to talk to me, write me at 7101 at USA.net. 7101 at USA.net. I'll be glad to return your email. Thank you. See you next week.